The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Schaap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about agency life for marketers. Joining us is Zach Morrison, who's the Chief Executive Officer at Tenuity, which is the largest independent performance marketing firm with industry-leading expertise in search, social, Amazon, marketplaces, addressable TV and mobile apps, CRM, email marketing, basically everything under the sun when it comes to helping marketers grow their business. Yesterday, Zach and I talked about why marketing agencies buy other marketing agencies. And today we're going to continue the conversation and Zach's going to give us his major trends for performance marketing in 2022. All right, here's the rest of my conversation with Zach Morrison, the Chief Executive Officer at Tenuity. Zach, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Excited to be back. Looking forward to talking about the future of performance marketing here. I'm looking forward to you whipping out the crystal ball. I hope you have it polished and ready to tell me what's going to happen in 2022. Yesterday, we talked about Tenuity and your strategy for acquiring boutique agencies to create this, I don't know if conglomerate is the right word, but sort of aggregation of verticalized marketing brands. Started with product listing, search engine marketing, connected television, all of these different marketing channels that are up and coming, but also make a lot of sense together. I think it makes you uniquely positioned to talk about some of the trends in marketing because you're seeing how each individual channel operates. So tell me what do you see for next year? What are some of the big trends you think are going to happen in marketing? I'm going to start before we go into the trends with the theme of where I'm going to go with the trends. And it's going to take us all the way back to, I think, middle school of the transitive property. Everybody's favorite time. Yes. <laughs> So I think it was middle school that you would learn the transitive property. And today we're going to talk about the transitive property of marketing and performance marketing. You ready for it? Put your braces on, <laughs> slick back your hair, wear some clothing that doesn't exactly fit because your body is changing. And we're going to talk about the transitive property of marketing. I'm ready for it. All right. We can even make it engaging too here. So you're, I'm going to ask you if you agree with each line of this transit property. Sure, sure. Who's the host here? All right, go ahead. <laughs> I have a tough time not being the host, but I'm trying my best here. I could sit back in my chair. Go ahead, fire away. All marketing is going digital. False. Okay. All digital marketing is measurable. Disagree. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so the definition of measurable marketing could be described as performance marketing. Right. Therefore, with the transitive property, all marketing is going to be performance marketing. 
So that's an interesting take. And my answers were, is all marketing going to be online? No, I actually think next year, and you know, we're starting to hopefully see the end of the COVID era. Obviously, there's the Omicron virus, which is coming around now, or the variant, and God knows what that's going to look like. But marketers are starting to plan around events and more traditional marketing tactics, thinking that digital marketing is not the only game in town. And then you asked about, is all digital marketing trackable? I work in podcasting. We can't count anything in podcasting that isn't a download as an industry. It's very hard to do attribution and move beyond anything other than impressions. So that's kind of what's going through my head as you talk about those trends. Now, everything is performance marketing. You know, I think of some of the technologies that are out there, even with out-of-home billboards, you know, you could use geo-targeting and figure out who's been exposed to your ads now with some of these sort of more traditional advertising, connected TV, some of the things that we think about as your standard non-digital marketing-centric marketing channels. We're now actually starting to use technology to figure out the attribution that we might have had. Am, am I thinking about this the right way? Yeah, look, I said all marketing is going digital, not that it is gone digital. So we're getting there. We're getting there. So, and I think, you're, look, you're right. But I think digital doesn't necessarily mean online. I was in a convenience store pharmacy the other day, and I'm not sure if you've seen this. It's wild. The doors of the fridge are now digital screens. They have programmatic advertising. So when you walk up to it, it's got like, hey, Pepsi's right here and Coke's right here and Gatorade's right here. But then there is a portion of this door that has programmatic advertising on it. And I think whether you go to a mall or a movie or you go to an event, there is digital aspects that are just all being brought in. Even in physical stores, they are bringing digital to these physical stores. So I'm not saying it's all going to be online or dot-com based. I'm saying it's all marketing is using digital to its advantage, which will allow it to become much more measurable. By the way, podcasting, more measurable than terrestrial radio, right? Yeah, arguably. Argu <laughs> so my point of the transitive property is going, not gone, right? And not 100%. But what it's allowing us to do is make things more performance-oriented. Performance doesn't have to be, and here's where we have to rethink performance. Performance doesn't have to be the sale. It doesn't have to be the last final thing. You can look at, whether it's podcast data, in a performance mindset and not just look how many people listen to my radio station that day. You have much more data than a terrestrial radio station has around what's going on, where people are, and lots of different data. Look, it's just the thematic behind where all of this is going, that there's brand advertising and there's performance advertising. That's collapsing, right? We're going to be able to measure in some way, shape, or form. Not perfect. I'm not saying 100% attribution. But when I started doing this in your eBay days, you could do a lot more measurement now, even in a privacy-focused web, a lot more measurements than you could forever. So now you can look at whether it's a brand campaign, whether it's offline, or whether it's online, much more with a performance growth mindset. All right. So we're going to move more towards all marketing being performance driven, not necessarily just for the end conversion, but your micro conversions. And that's a trend that we're going to see pick up in 22. That's our overall theme. Mm -hmm. When you think about some of the trends that you're seeing for 2022 specifically, other than the hierarchy theme, let's get into some of the details. What are some of the trends that you think are going to pop in 2022? I think one, it, and it relates to this kind of online offline world, is the rise of retail media. 
So retail media being defined as advertising with marketplaces or retailers, whether we're talking about Amazon or Target or Walmart, Kroger, so on and so forth, it's been rising in 2021. But to your point about people going back to the stores, it's all this world of shopper marketing and online marketplace advertising or retail media is really converging. And it's going to start to become this self-contained ecosystem that you're going to see that you have Walmart. And these are huge players that are playing in this space, right? This isn't like, in some cases, the social media landscape where you have Facebook, you know, Meta, excuse me, the dominant player, and then they have new upstart social media companies coming in. Amazon was the dominant player. But think about who their competitors are. They're giants. It's Walmart, it's Kroger, it's Target. So this retail media shopper marketing world, online and offline, is not stopping anytime soon. It is going to continue to rise. When you say that the retail marketing experience is going to continue to rise, is it that when I go to a store, I'm going to be seeing advertising? Is it when I go to a store and I buy something that will bring advertising with me home? What's the actual experience that you think is going to improve this year? I think it's both of those. I think we're going to see more and more retailers bringing it together and a better experience for you online because they're going to then going to the second part, bringing all of this data together, right? And understanding the consumers when they're online and offline in the store online, it's going to get much smarter and much more integrated. It's going to allow for a better consumer experience. Yeah. To me, it's the CDPification of e-commerce where it's like, hey, look, we used to have our retail data set and our e-commerce data set. And now we're blending the two of them. So we have a better picture of each customer knowing that they are likely going to be in-store and online on the same site. We're able to basically unify that experience. Give me another trend that you think that's going to happen in 2022. So the term R&D, people like to say is research and development. I actually stole this from somebody. R&D is actually rip off and duplicate. Well, the Amazon strategy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I think there's this convergence of TV, social, and commerce that's kind of all coming together, which by the way, is just kind of like QVC 3.0, right? We're talking about web 3.0 right now. It's these things all coming together is really the QVC of the new world, right? With putting all of these things together. So that's another interesting kind of trend that I see, especially with the consumer, the millennial consumer and the Gen Z consumer just increasing their buying power. And over the next few years, it's definitely something that I start to see to rise. I'd make the argument that it's not just TV, social and commerce, but as a podcaster, I think that we're starting to see, and this is honestly what separates us and our sponsorship program from some of the other podcasts, that we have the ability to retarget the people that have listened to our podcast with offers from our sponsors. But the point is, there is that aggregation of all media. If you listen to a podcast, if you're on a YouTube channel, if you're watching a television show taking that data, knowing what your media consumption is and being able to present social media ads or performance marketing ads in different channel that then drive you into an e-commerce experience. That is all blending. And we're going to continue to see that in 2022 is definitely something that we're hanging our hat on here with the MarTech podcast. So I totally see where you're going with that. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. 
But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Give me one more trend for 2022. What's the other big one for you? I'm going to change that. My, my comment before, convergence of instead of TV, social, and commerce, I'm going to change it to the convergence of streaming. So streaming video and audio, because you are right, streaming, social, and commerce coming together because it's streaming audio and video. I honestly think that you have it in the right order there. It's yeah. I am consuming media or I'm exposed to an advertisement that is what we used to call an awareness ad. But I've been exposed to a, I don't know, Casper mattress ad then I go on to my social media channel because I'm obviously flipping through Instagram while I'm listening to my podcast or watching TV. The ad sits in front of me, and now I'm engaging with their e-commerce experience. I do think it goes streaming, performance marketing, and then e-commerce in that order. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. Give me one more trend for 2022. Another trend for 2022 is the world of OTT and linear or streaming and linear is gone. It's going to become one thing. And this flexible video buying across all of these mediums is here to continue to rise. And you know, in pandemic year of 2021, it rose. This isn't like a trend that once the pandemic, I believe, hopefully slows down or this endemic maybe slows down. As you said earlier, people will go back to more offline experiences, but the linear dominance is gone forever. And the streaming and OTT and connected TVT is here to kind of rise. And that will become kind of one entity. Now, is that a factor of, hey, the pandemic happened. I'm sitting in front of the TV a lot. I'm going to go buy a new device. And the new devices are all connected TVs. So everybody is basically having their data fed into the centralized OTT universe. Or is it a change in user behavior? You know, is it just that there are more streaming devices out there than set-top boxes that can't be tracked? Or is there a change in user behavior? Yes, yes. And then the third yes is the fluidity in kind of the deals that the marketer is demanding from NBC, where they have Peacock and NBC. They're going to want the fluidity between all of these and the marketer is going to demand it and it's already happening. So it's something that I think that it's coming from all angles. It's coming from the technology side, it's coming from the consumer side, and it's coming from the marketer side that's going to demand this. When you have all three forces coming at you, there's no stopping it. So the last bastion of, I don't know, we'll just buy some television ads, cast a wide net, and hope we get a lot of customers, that seems to be going away. We're going with more digitally focused, targeted advertisements, even in our TV media buying this year. 
Absolutely. That are going back to that transitive property that can be measured now and it can be measured. And therefore you're not just targeting GRPs anymore. You can actually use television and video or streaming, whichever word we want to use to actually do full funnel performance marketing, where you can look at, yes, views and impressions and GRPs, but getting down to sales and TV. And that's why so many of the D2C and fast kind of moving brands, the smartest brands that are out there are moving tons of dollars into this space. I want to add one more prediction, and I'll make this, is that the combination and the conflict between the need for targeting from marketers and the sort of data-driven marketing that all of these even legacy channels are going to is going to get more sophisticated. But there's this huge conflict. We're going towards a head-on collision between the need for targeting and all of these privacy concerns where people want to understand, control their data, and limit the number of marketers that are able to access and market to them. We're seeing this from the apples of the world, whether they're just trying to prop up their own advertising platforms or whether they're doing it for privacy reasons to be altruistic to their customers. But people just generally are concerned about privacy. We're going to get regulation. Talk to me about what you think is going to happen in 2022 as we start to balance privacy and the need for more targeting. Yeah, I think part of the predictions for the next year is kind of the first party data primacy. Targeting and measurement will really live and die based on really solid first party data. And as a brand, to be able to understand it and activate it because this privacy world is, yes, there's a head on collision. It's already even happened. The, uh, the iOS update. So that is not going away. And then one of the first predictions I talked about was about the rise of retail media. Well, these conglomerates like Amazon, they're creating data clean rooms. Because the privacy is not coming, it's here. That's why, you know, absolutely first-party data privacy, which also kind of brings the rise to these gardens of whether we're talking about Google or Facebook or Amazon or Walmart, where they have their data clean rooms, the Amazon Marketing Cloud, where you can really dig in and do privacy-first marketing analyzation in there. I don't know if the car crash has happened. Uh, maybe that's not the perfect metaphor. You know, I think that we've seen the iOS rollouts and obviously the privacy concerns are there and we're starting to see big brands. I think that the big departure is we're going to lose all the access to third-party data in 12, 18 months when Google rolls out the deprecation of third-party cookie. That's when we're really going to see cars smashing together. That's fair, but I will tell you that there are a lot of businesses out there that had a vast majority of their budgets and growth come from social or mediums that they can't fully track and understand anymore. So those people had their head on collisions and those brands had their head on collisions, but the brands that have had a diversified approach, social, search, email, and first party to retail media and have this diversified approach, they have not dealt with the collision yet. And their next collision will be when the cookie deprecation comes 12 to 36 months from now. Zach, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire here when it comes to the three predictions. We're going to have to check in again sometime next year to see if it's actually happening. Give me the rundown one more time. The three, what was the major prediction? Give me the three that you mentioned. Performance marketing becomes all marketing, rise of retail media, convergence of streaming, social, and commerce, and the flexible video buying across from OTT to linear. And then we did the bonus of you know, first party data primacy. And we're going to bring Zach back and we're going to talk about whether all this happened or not sometime in 2022. And if it doesn't, I'm going to blame it all on me and just say these were all these predictions and I took them. But if they're right, I'm going to say they're not. Hey, if we have an opportunity to bring me on the show and bust his chops as well, I'm all for it. Zach, thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations on all the growth for Tenuity, the acquisitions, and you got a good one when you acquired Nee's company. So uh, thanks for coming on the show and telling us what you're about. 
Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Zach Morrison, Chief Executive Officer at Tenuity, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Zach, he's very active on LinkedIn. You could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could just contact him through his company's website, which is tenuity.com, T-I-N-U-I-T-I.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.